Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining Spring Pack, the podcast. We have a great show lined up, lots to talk about, so let's get after it. Hey, everyone. Thanks for joining another episode of Spring Path, the podcast. And my guest today is uh, coming from CCSU, the admissions team, and this is Alec Latang. That's the English version. <laughs> Alec, go ahead. We were just talking about this, but go ahead. How do you say? How do you say your your last? So, name? so growing up, uh, I was I was corrected, and it's it's Alec Letan, um, which is which is we 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 arrived from the French island or French British island of Dominica. Even though I grew up in the Virgin Islands where I was born, so. But yeah, yeah, it's Alec Letang. <laughs> but I always say Alec Letang, make it easier. <laughs> I'm gonna stick with Letang because I know. Yep. I <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Alec, thank you for joining us. As you know, um, we built this podcast series to really try to help kids understand. Um, well, and I say kids, but really students. It could be any age, but really, what is the, the campus life like? What do you look for in a student? Like, so so we're gonna cover some things just kind of demystify the process for them and get a better understanding of CCSU and that that first step of getting in through general admission. So I guess where I would start with is maybe you can give me some background on, you know, your your path, how you got to this position and, you know, what your role is with uh, CCSU. So so thank you so much for this opportunity. I'm, I'm going to give you the short version because they, they say <laughs> if I start with a long version, we'll be out here for probably about two or three hours. So, uh, you know, no one, when, when I actually got into the industry of, of admissions, it was said that pretty much we weren't really um, looking to go into admissions. You know, my my degrees in finance, uh, in, in business with a concentration in finance and then legal studies, because I was thinking about going the, the, the legal route as okay. well. Uh, but it, it was it was my student engagement. It was the things that I did on the college campus. I got involved uh, because I needed to, to to kind of find a space that would allow me to to separate from being away from home. Uh, like I mentioned, I grew up in the Virgin Islands and I came straight to college from the Virgin Islands. So I went from St. Croix all the way to Bristol, Rhode Island. And oh, wow. uh, so, so talk about the difference, right? Even though you hear Virgin Islands, Rhode Island, Island, that's what I was thinking until I realized how cold <laughs> it was. Uh, but needless to say, you know, it was the student engagement piece that really helped me to kind of sink into a new home. And uh, through that, I found a voice. And I remember doing a presentation at an open house uh, for prospective students looking at the institution. And uh, as a student leader, I was asked to actually present on the various student leadership roles and how one can be impactful on the sure. college life, on, on the, the persistence at the college by getting involved. And um, I remember after the session was completed and I, I changed the whole aura of, of, of presentation because I think I started off, I was also a college DJ. So I started off with music, had everybody stand up and stretch and kind of get a <laughs> little vibe. And then I had them all sit down and I talked for a few minutes. But I remember the, the, the horror on the presidents and the and the uh, director of admissions phase because I started off with this hip hop track and they're like, oh my lord! Um, but it, well, you're an entertainer. I mean, I was an entertainer, and, and you, you know, the funny part is that they actually enjoyed it because of the amount of of feedback they got from parents about it was great to have that break because sure. they had listened to previous presenters, uh, so they were sitting for a good hour and a half yeah. before I even came up 
on the stage. So it was great for that break. But one of the things that they found was that I was able to, to captivate the audience relatively quick. And that's what actually got me uh, in the first interview. Uh, I was, nice. they reached out to me right when I was about to sign with a financial company out of Boston, they reached out and said, Hey, would you come down to the campus for an interview? And, um, you know, I, I fell in love with the, the thought of traveling and telling my story. And that's what really opened the doors to admissions. And I thought it was going to be a one hit, a one year hit. Um, sure. So do it for one year and then go back into the field that I love. And 25 years later, here I am still in the enrollment landscape. Um, I've traveled to a variety of different institutions, majority of them being private institutions. Um, my last two stints has been at public universities to really get that side uh, of the piece to make me a little bit more well-rounded, which is something that we look for in our students. When, when, we, when we think about applicants, we're looking for that well-rounded student. So for me, when I think about my, my career, I wanted it to be well-rounded um, in regards to having the ability to see a small, a medium-sized uh, private as well as now uh, medium uh, size public as well. I haven't been at the large public yet, but we'll see what happens. Um, <laughs> but we look for students who are engaged, curious, honest, and eager to learn. Um, and they're willing to contribute, like I mentioned, to the vibrancy of the campus because that was my piece, getting involved. So those sure. are the things that when, when, when we as admission counselors start to, to engage with students and interact with students, those are the things that we're looking for because that helps us to, to identify whether or not the student has done the uh, what we call the homework on the institution have really looked at, is this an opportunity for me? And can I see myself here? Oftentimes, you know, folks are eager to, to attend an institution, but um, but then the question becomes, are they eager to apply or eager to attend? Um, and that's, that's, the, that's, the, yeah. that's the key factor that we look for, because we want to make sure that, our, that we're attracting the pool of students who bring uniqueness and individuality um, into into the learning opportunities that the university has to offer. So, so those so, are the key factors. Yeah, I was going to say, so, so that's a good point. So it's interesting that you say that, like you say um, doing the homework. So really, you know, we don't often think like um, from your perspective, from your viewpoint of what you're looking for in the student. And that's, it's an excellent point that, you know, students, here, I'll say it this way. Students are sometimes pressured out of high school. Hey, you got to go to college. You got to go to college. And they'll just look to your point to someplace they can attend. But really, are they going to apply themselves? So out of the gate, you're looking for someone that's actually looked up about the campus, understands about the school. Um, but more importantly, I would think in talking to some of the high school counselors, you're looking when you say well-rounded, you're looking for someone who's actually out there already doing things. And what I mean is um, like any kind of community service or some kind of work history or engaging in sports uh, or some kind of club. Um, that is that what you're hitting at when you say well-rounded? That's but definitely it because you know the first there's there's some key elements right you you hit on all of those those topics in regards to the strong grades and the rigorous college uh, preparatory curriculum. That's the sure. first thing that folks always think that that admission right. officer is always going to hone in on. Yes, that is a major part of the application pool because when you think about like instant decisions, it's based upon your academic portfolio. But yes, we look at your maturity, we look at your extracurricular activities. Um, so 
how did you get involved and were you in a leadership role or were you just someone that said, I'm going to take a whole bunch of opportunities and throw them on a resume or did I develop an opportunity to, to stay with one systematic program and follow that program uh, for four years or for two years or for multiple years? Because again, for us, that after school job, that community service, um, those are the unique features that requires uh, you to go outside of your box, outside of your element, in, sure. in essence, and, and gain some other perspective that really builds on who you are as a person and what you bring to you bring to the table. Yeah, and, and, and that's exactly it. Like it's um, you know, I talk to my kids about this a lot, but it's it's building a skill set and having more experience. It's always going outside of your comfort zone and trying something new. Um, and to your point, you know, is it is it something they're just doing to throw on a resume or did they actually work at it? Is this part of their skill set and who they are? Because um, one of the things I've heard time and time again, and, and you can probably speak to this, but sometimes you'll get, uh, you know, let's just say a thousand students that apply with the exact same academic profile. So for you, how do you determine which students you offer the, the acceptance to? Um, so I don't know if you can elaborate on that at all, but I, I have heard that before. And, and you're 100% correct. You know, when you think about the average applicant and it varies school to school, right? Depends on if your school is a small institution, a medium size um, or large institutions, but you will see caveats or groups of students that look alike. Um, and on paper, they're almost identical. And outside of their name and their address, you're looking at the same script because they're all subscribed to the same classes. They're, t they're doing the same thing. It's almost like the group followed each other from the time they got off the school bus. They followed each other for the entire day. Um, right. And oftentimes <laughs> you, you do see that. And one of the things that, that really makes a student stand out is whether or not they're balanced. Right. So when you look at the, the profile, the academic profile and the things that they're doing, have they created a balance, a balanced platform for themselves or are they lopsided one way or the other? You have some that are overly involved uh, in too many extracurricular activities and they don't take care of their academics. And then you have others that are fully on board academically and have no time for the extracurricular piece so they don't build a network and they don't build a community. So we're looking for that self-motivated individual um, who will, again, when we think about any college platform, right? When I think about Central and who will bring it in, every time I read an application, I, I ask myself the question, how will this person be an asset to our learning community? Because again, whenever I do a presentation, I tell families that we bring students from different places because why? We're trying to enhance the academic and the learning experience of each student by who we put in the classroom with them. Because it's not just the professor that's actually teaching the class, it's also the students that engage in, in that discussion, in that conversation that helps to enlighten and, and create depth in the coursework that you're taking on. No, 100%. And I can speak to this. And I know I've talked to um, on some of our other podcasts, I've talked to people that came out of the program. And that's one of the key elements to I think it's unique to CCSU because I lived in it and I experienced it. But you're right. It's the diversity. It's the different cultures. It's the different backgrounds. It's people from different family sizes. Um, yeah. You really you really get to interact with with it's not a huge campus. It's not a small campus, but it's in that sweet spot. And you get so yep. much exposure to to different people, which is great. Um, and, and we've heard it time and time again. Yeah, so I agree. 
And, and you know, it's funny because that's something I actually just said yesterday to a group of students uh, who I was actually chatting with in Vermont, that we are in that sweet spot, a medium-sized college that, yes, you hear the number of 9,600 undergrads, um, and you say to yourself, oh, my God, that's a large po population. But then then you hear me hit the, the, the phrase that it's about the average size class is 25 students, right. 14 to 1 student <laughs> and teacher ratio. So you're in that sweet spot that you can get lost in the shuffle, but you can be right in front of it. So right. it really it really is that ideal place for the student that's that's really can't find, don't know basically what are they looking for. It's a great starter. But the one that knows that this is definitely what I want, it's the ideal location. So it fits both worlds. Yes. Yeah. No. And that's um, that's one of the, the 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 bonuses. If you're I guess it's it's your flavor as you're coming in as a student and what you're looking for. But like, like you said, that 25 to one or that 14 to one ratio, it, it gives you the ability to sit in your class and do your own thing. Or you can reach out to the teacher because they know who you are. It's, so not a, it's not a huge lecture hall where you're just lost in the shuffle. All right. So, Alec, we talked about, you know, what you're looking for for a student. And we talked about how, you know, the student should come to the table doing a little homework and research on CCSU. But now let's talk about a little bit about the campus life, because um, some of the questions I get from the students, but mostly from parents of students is really about, you know, I'm sending my kid away sometimes to a faraway land, <laughs> to a place we haven't been before, and they're going to be living there on their own for the first time. How is their, um, how are they going to be safe? What, what's the, you know, how are they going to be successful? How do they engage? What, what are some of the things that CCSU's campus life offers for a, for a first year student? You know, oftentimes the, the toughest part for families is that um, anxiety of separation. Sure. We've been we've been we've been at home together for the last 17, 18 years. And now you're off on your you're off to, to jet set on your own uh, and create this new landscape of learning and landscape of living. And uh, who's going to do your laundry and everything from that nature? You know, and uh, every campus is very is very vibrant in in preparing students with a, a, a living and learning situation, because even within the housing uh, opportunities, it's still a learning environment. Right. Because sure. when you're in college, you learn to be that individual. You're now managing your you're managing your space that you that you that you have outside of the classroom. You're, you're, you're building on your time management and things of that nature. There are wide ranges of clubs and activities to get you involved to make sure that you don't necessarily have to go find it on your own. There are folks there to actually help navigate you and direct you through that new landscape. But one of the things that I love is the resource that's available. Um, you know, at, at CCSU, right from the get-go, when a student comes on campus, whether it's for open house or whether it's for orientation, one of the things that we do is a student development session that really allows for students to, to see what's available to them, the various resources. Almost like sure. that, there's a phrase that we've coined on campus, that blanket of support. Um, who's there to actually assist them and help them as they're going through from the, the fact of, of um, identifying the various um, places or offices that will become your advocate um, as yeah. you're growing, but also who's there to protect and guide you because you've had the shelter of your home, the shelter sure. of your parents, um, that security blanket. Well, we provide that for you on campus as well. Our campus police is very vibrant 
and they're always forward and prominent on campus. Uh, you'll see them. You'll see them whether it's walking, uh, walking on campus, not necessarily walking the beat that you'll normally see in a community, <laughs> but but literally walking and engaging because they'll stop and they'll chat with you. They'll have conversations. They'll ch- they'll see how your day is going. Um, they're driving on campus. And the reason for that is because they want you to see the visibility that they're part of the community. They're not just the there to enforce law or enforce guidelines. They're also sure. there as a learning resources for you. And, and for some of our students, like those studying the criminal justice field, for them, they long for that because it's a great avenue to learn about the field that they too want to go into. Sure. So from the safety net that's created on campus, I, I, I love it. Our, our chief of police is, is is very outspoken in regards, not just on policies, but he's outspoken on what's going on in the environment around us as well. So uh, engaging with other municipalities and, and other officers at other institutions, as well as with the local uh, police department, because we have a great relationship with the New Britain Police Department as well. Uh, so again, that security platform is there. So not only do you have the fun and engaging aspect of the 150 plus clubs and organizations that you could dive into you have the security blanket of a wellness center for taking care of the whole body the holistic aspect of who you are as a person so it's not just the mind that we're educating it's also the body that we're making sure stays in tune health wise psychologically um spiritually all of those components are at the campus should you decide to want it but you also have this nurturing and safe environment that you can freely leave your door open to meet new folks folks or you can close the door you know and and know that basically you can go to bed sound and and sleep because basically you know that there's folks always watching your sixth as we say uh sure. watching behind you protecting you at all times and i and i know because i mean it, it's been a while since i've been there but i do know that the campus has grown and it's like a small city on its own campus you have I mean, the rec center, the exercise center, you, you have all these clubs that you can be a part of. Plus, beyond that, I know because um, I had a friend when I was there a while back um, that uh, called one of the helplines. So you have a number of lines that at any point they can call and they're just there to help you, whatever your challenge may be. Um, it, it, you're right. It's like it's like a blanket of, of security. Uh, for it, it definitely is. And since 1849, we have grown immensely to the part that, you know, I was talking to one of the local um, residents. 1849. No, I'm, I'm way young. I didn't graduate in 1849. Oh, yeah, I know that part. <laughs> <laughs> but the university was born then. Um, but since we were since we were created and we were born, you know, we've grown immensely. And one of the things that we always talk about is that community engagement, that community engagement piece. And that's really where it is. It's the relationship that we have with one another is the relationship that we have outside the extremities of the institution that's what really makes our city come to life when you're on yeah. campus 163 acres but you're gonna you, you know you're not necessarily living in all of those acreage but it's there for you to feel that that environment feel feel that closeness at the same time you know and i did speak with uh dr frank in the uh finance department uh for the finance program and she actually had some statistics she was talking to me a little bit offline about um you know it's statistically proven that students that engage in these clubs actually uh, are more successful. And, you know, so, so I guess my advice and based on what you're saying is really when you come to the campus, you know, get out there, get into the clubs, get into the campus lifestyle, because it's only going to help you uh, be more successful. So true. So true. 
So Alec, as we, as we wrap up, what are some of the elements that uh, you would want to share with students uh, considering CCSU, but make CCSU distinctive or different, uniqueness? That's, that's a great question. And, and, to, and to me, when, when I think about Central Connecticut State University, we are part of the CSU system. So there are 17 institutions within that, that system. There are four other uh, universities such as uh, Eastern, Southern, Western, and then there's yep. Charter Oak, our online institution. And then, of course, the 12 community colleges that we, we all share space with. Uh, one of the things that we focus in on is the distinctive elements that make us who we are, and that's the international education, the workforce, and, and state economic development that we we pride ourselves on, the community engagement, as well as the interdisciplinary studies and cross-curricular uh, initiatives, allowing students that think in one area of academics to actually venture off into another area and see how they collaborate uh, together. We're a modern public regional university. Um, yep. We're ambitious. In, in our pursuit of knowledge. And that's something that you're gonna gain from insight with our faculty members that you're gonna chat with. Uh, we're bold in our ideas and we're innovative um, in the way we think, which is why when we created a brand new facilities for our engineering and STEM sciences, we didn't just call it the engineering school, we called it the innovative hub. Uh, because again, we want students to think outside of that box. Again, Central is a community of learners and we're dedicated to not only teaching, but scholarship that really emphasizes development application of that knowledge that, that we bestow upon you and how you're gonna use it in your future careers or your future life. Central is a wow factor, you know. Uh, we have a, we have a series. You you attended Central, you know. There's, yes. there's a, a series of core values that we believe in, um, and it's it's the accountability, it's the collaboration that you're going to get, the equity, and how we prepare to embrace and strengthen the diversity and inclusion, um, because as we go into into tomorrow, it's preparedness for what we're going to see in our society and how we're going to be prepared and the excellence that we require our students and our faculty to bring daily uh, to the Clatmas. And of course, we, we end on integrity. We're committed to integrity, you know, as a steward of public trust. That's one thing that that our, our ch chancellor and our president really focuses mm -hmm. on is that integrity of who we are as an institution and, and what we say we're going to deliver and making sure we do so. Yeah, no, and, and one thing that I would just add to that is, you know, in my experience, I agree with everything you just said. I, I think CCSU is fantastic as a, as a campus and as a, as a family, just the people and the resources. But one thing I would add is um, to just start the network early, because that's one thing, if I, if I look back, that's one thing that I wish I would have done day one when I hit the campus is begin to, you know, I, I, I played sports, I was part of clubs, I did things, but I didn't start building my network and keep connected with everyone. Uh, I yeah. could have done that better. But yeah, I would, I would, that would be my advice is get engaged, enjoy the campus lifestyle, but stay connected with people because it'll help you out in the future. And we, and we want you to bleed blue, you know. Yes. We want you. We want you to bleed, bleed that blue and white, you know, as as you, as you embark in your college journey. That was part of every one of our our uh, halftime speeches when we were down. Yep. <laughs> Do you bleed blue? I bleed blue. Let's get on this. So yes. Yep. I, I bleed blue. I'm with you. Yep. <laughs> Alec, thank you so much. This has been helpful. I'm sure um, a number of students, this will help them with their decision making, just not even if it's CCSU, but just on their path, you know, for that next level. Truly a pleasure being here. And you know that one of the things I always want to, to make sure that I, I make sure it's very clear is that admission officers are there. You know, 
where our offices are always available for that conversation. If you're not 100% sure on an institution, but you made a connection with a counselor at that institution, feel free to reach out to that counselor. They can give you some great advice. Even if it means that you're not coming to their university, they will still give you some of the things that they've learned along the way that can help you in deciding factor as to where do you see yourself as a good fit? Because again, it comes back to that one area that, that counselors always talk about. It's that fit, you know, it's that gut feeling you get when you walk into campus. Can I see myself here for four years? Or that, sure. that, that pit in your stomach that says, you know, I gotta get here, I gotta get here. This is the place that's gonna help me thrive and grow. So reach out to the missions officers. Uh, that's, that's really what they're there for is to, pay, to help you understand and uh, and break down the walls of the barriers that you think are before you when you're looking at that college pursuit. Thank you. That's great advice. That's great advice. Thanks, Alec. All right. My pleasure. Have a good day, buddy. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you so much. Take care.